Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Live, Learn, Love podcast. I'm your host, Bailey Chavez, and I'm so excited you're here. Keep listening to hear from my diverse group of leaders, sharing their insight on leadership, health, career opportunities, wellness, or personal development. Thank you for going on this journey with me. Okay, so the first question is just to tell me a little bit about yourself. All right, so my name is Lance Nicholas, and I am from the KDFFA chapter. I actually live in Katy, Texas, and I'm actually serving as their vice president right now, as well as the Northwest District Secretary down in Area 3. And in FFA for LDE season, I love LDEs. I love public speaking. I love everything that has to do with it. And so recently, I've competed on ag advocacy, and then this year and last year, actually ever since my Greenham year, I've competed on quiz and it has been a lot of fun. I loved every second of it. And then for CDE season, the past two years, I've done meats judging, uh, but this year I'm doing cotton judging and ag sales because again, I love the public speaking aspect of things. So I thought that I'd just change things up a little bit. But outside FFA, I love hanging out with friends. I love being with my church youth group, doing anything I can do with them. I love hammocking anywhere. Like I literally set up a hammock at the barns. It's so much fun. Uh, but I have raised three pigs. I have a steer right now. His name is Buford. And then I'm getting chickens in the next couple of days. And so I'm really excited for that. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm excited to get to know you a little bit better through these questions. And thank you for volunteering. Um, I really appreciate it. I'm always looking for a podcast guest. So I actually needed one this week. So I'm very excited that you volunteered. So thank you. Excited to be here, of course. And the second question is, what motivates you? That's a great question. Um, I find motivation through being with other people and, believe it or not, music. So whenever I'm around friends, people from my chapter, uh, that's really motivational for me because those are the people that I'm serving. Those are the people that I'm here to show how great Katie FFA is and how great the entire FFA organization is. So just being around them, really shows me what I'm working for, really shows me what I'm here to do. And that really pushes me to see how far I can go and see what I can accomplish. But on the music aspect of things, I listen to music before I go to any contest, before every officer interview, before literally anything. I'll put on some type of music. It's probably rock and roll because (laughs) it's just really good hype music. And that is what really motivates me and really tells me that all right, Lance, you're ready for this contest. You're ready for this officer interview. You can do it. You got this. Just keep your head high and see how it goes. Yeah, that's really awesome. I know a lot of people like say like, usually people say like people and stuff like that, but music is a unique one, but that's really cool. And I definitely think a lot of teenagers can relate. Definitely. And the third question is, what are some struggles and obstacles that you deal with today? So some obstacles that I feel like I've dealt with Almost all my life would probably just be people, which is really weird because I know that's my motivation, but sometimes people are just kind of not the nicest. And, but what's really been a huge obstacle with that is that I just don't have a lot of people believing in me. I do today, which is really grateful. And I thank God for it every day. But there's always those people that say, wow, Lance, I don't really think you deserve that. I don't really think that you should have that position or anything like that. And that's definitely an obstacle I go to because those are things that I think about sometimes. And it's like, oh, this person said I didn't deserve that. Like, do I deserve it? And so that really puts me 
in a really dark spot, a really awkward situation with myself, just really making myself think. Um, any struggles that I really had really tied to anxiety and really just this self-doubt. Um, for those that know me and are watching, I do seem like a confident person, I guess, sometimes that you've told me, but I do have a lot of self-doubt in myself, I would say. Like before, when I was running for districts, I would say, I was really thinking, wow, I don't think that I'm going to make the team. I don't really think that Katie wants me as their representative. I don't really think that I should do this. But tying back to motivation, I had Mallory Peoples and Cameron Wilder there, and they were telling me, Lance, I really do think you should run. Please run. I think you, you do great. Um, but that's definitely a huge struggle that I have to deal with a lot. And just the anxiety of thinking that, oh, I might not be successful because I'm a type three, so sometimes I just get a little like, I have to achieve. I love achieving my goals. Um, but there's always that scarcity and that self-doubt that I'm not going to do it. And it just kind of works myself up and then it unmotivates me sometimes. And that's probably definitely the biggest struggle that I've ever dealt with. Yeah, I can definitely relate. I'm also a type three, as you know. Um, so I definitely struggle with anxiety and self-doubt and all that kind of stuff like that. But thank you for being vulnerable enough to share your story. And I know that hearing about other people's struggles, especially if they're like in leadership positions, is definitely super helpful for a lot of people. So thank you. Thanks, man. The next question is, describe your role at KDFFA. We know you're serving as the vice president, but how did you work your way up to the top of such a large chapter? So how I got there was a pretty interesting story. I remember starting FFA and like, I was an orchestra kid when I first started Katie. I was like, I'm gonna grow up. I'm gonna do things with music. Uh, I'm all things music. But when I walked into my principal's class for the first time and Mr. Price really explained to me what FFA was, I was like, this is what I wanna do. This is what I want my high school career to be surrounded by. And I'm glad that I made that choice. I'm glad I had good advisors like Mr. Price because that's honestly what helped me want to run for office. I remember running my freshman year and I was like, you know what? I'm a freshman. I just need to make the team. That <laughs> goal. And so I started out as KDFFA chaplain and not going to lie, best time I've ever had. I got to pray over the meals. I got a really good opening ceremony, I feel like, because when you're standing in front of an entire chapter, and you get to say station by the Bible, it just hits you so much differently. I love it. Um, but then that year that uh, we had decided for re-elections, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try a little harder and I'm gonna work for that vice president spot. So I'd already been elected district officer. And so that was, that was great. I love it. Um, but I was like, all right, as a district officer, I feel like I kind of really, really want to be vice president of my chapter. And so I studied really hard. I read manual so many nights. I studied a lot of Parley Pro. Like I don't even understand <laughs> it still. I studied a lot because Parley Pro was literally my worst thing on quiz. Um, but it just took a lot of hard work and it took a lot of creativity because when you're writing officer speeches, you want the people to really remember you. And so like our judges are our Lone Stars, our past Lone Stars. And so I was like, all right, how can we make a speech that's so creative and so just different that just says Lance that they'll remember me by? And so definitely being creative and having this hard work ability and just having the confidence that you can do it is really how I got the vice president spot. But 
As KDFFA Vice President, I have a lot of opportunities to do many different things. Uh, I get to host socials, I get to meet the Green Hands, I get to explain to the Green Hands what FFA really is, and especially what it's like at Katy, uh, which is a lot of fun because our Green Hands this year had a very, very awkward start because of the whole COVID pandemic. And so really just answering all their questions, being there for them has been one of the greatest things that I feel that I've accomplished for uh, the chapter as Vice President. And I actually remembered some of them because I went to go and talk at one of the junior highs that feeds into Katie. And they were like, oh, Lance, like, I remember you came to talk. And I'm like, yeah. And so, like, that was kind of, like, my starting point as to, like, what FFA really is. Like, you get those opportunities. And just being vice president has something that I'm very proud of, something that I feel that I've worked very hard for. And it's just amazing. And especially being at such a big chapter I love it. I love meeting everyone, even though it's really hard to keep track of how many members we have. It's just having all these friendships, having all these relationships. That's what I think is my biggest all-time favorite thing about being an officer at Katie. Yeah, that's super cool. I mean, it's definitely a huge honor to be like vice president of such a huge chapter. Aren't y'all like the second biggest chapter in the state? I think so. Uh, I think we're either first or second now. I don't know. Membership kind of got a little weird this year, but we're, we're up there. Yeah, something like that, but it's definitely a huge honor, like I said, and it's really inspiring that you went from being like chaplain, which is still a great position. I mean, you're an officer, but then you worked your way up to vice president. That's super awesome. Yes. And then the next question is, what is it like to be Cameron's vice president? Oh my gosh. I love <laughs> Cameron Wilder. She's literally one of my all-time favorite people. I'm so honored to be her vice president, and I'm so honored <laughs> to be uh, one of the members that she oversees in Area 3 as the president, just saying, sorry, Cameron, but um, I love her. She really pushes me to be the best me that I can be, and that's what I love about her, and she doesn't care what background you come from. She doesn't care who you are. She just wants to get to know you. She wants to build a relationship with you. She wants to inspire you, and it's just amazing to watch her do her thing. Like yesterday, I was helping her with her Ford Leadership Project. And just seeing the smiles on all these kids' faces of getting to watch the Cameron Wilder show them how about how great, amazing, or how great and amazing that agriculture is, that's what I love about her. She strives to do her best, and it really shows, and I love her for it. Being her vice president is definitely an honor, and I love her, and I definitely wouldn't be where I am today without her. Yes, I totally agree. Cameron is super awesome. I've had the pleasure of meeting her through the Ford Scholars program, and she's just a really talented person, and I look up to her in a lot of ways. Yes, she's definitely one of my biggest inspirations. I love her. <laughs> and then the next question is, what was it like to win the state quiz contest, and what did the prep for that contest look like? So being on quiz for three years, this year was definitely the best. With the Greenhand team from last year, that definitely helped because they won state last year, and so they kind of had the same knowledge. Um, but when we were sitting in the ag hall watching the live stream of results, I mean, we were holding hands, we were sweating, we were holding our breaths. We were like, come on, we're in top five. Come on, we're in top three. Oh, my God, we won. <laughs> insane. Like, I literally shot up. I was sitting on a table. I shot up and literally almost tackled Reagan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Members of my quiz team, we were all so happy. There were so many tears of joy and it was just an amazing experience. And I'm bummed that I don't get to do quiz anymore, 
but now I get to say that I was a part of an LDU team that got to win state. And so that was just really huge for me, being on it for three years and finally achieving that goal. I loved it. It was a great feeling. But the prep for it was not easy. I Originally, I wasn't supposed to do quiz my freshman year, um, but my skills team didn't make it past district, and my advisor needed another kid. And they're like, hey, Lance, please come to practices and just kind of get to know a little bit about quiz. I'm like, all right, yes, ma'am, I'll be there. So I was there. We played seventh at area, so kind of a rough start, but it's okay because we still had a good time. And then my sophomore year when I was finally on senior quiz and I was handed this big book of materials, <laughs> things that I didn't think that I had to know, that was insane. You had to know, like, everything about farm facts, everything about any issue that was the topic of that year, plus the green hand stuff. So it was mm -hmm. overwhelming. But this year is when I feel that the entire team really just buckled themselves down and said, you know what, we're going to work our tails off. We are going to get reach this end goal. Uh, and with it being a little different this year, it was definitely a lot harder. We didn't know if we were going to have LDEs. We didn't know if FFA was really going to be a part of our LDE season at all because of the pandemic and everything. And so really the prep for it was just hard work, hope, and confidence because you can't in my opinion, non-biased opinion, this is, to me, this is a fact. Um, I think quiz is the hardest LDE to do because you have to memorize so much information and it's just really overwhelming sometimes. And it gave me a ton of anxiety and self-doubt when it came with it. It's like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know this part of manual. I don't know this part of Parley Pro and Parley Pro is my biggest struggle. And so that was really hard. But then you come to the confidence and the hope. You need to have that hope that you're going to move on to the next round. That's what my team did. We had a pep talk. We listened to our pump it up music. We like did everything we could. We had like traditions. Uh, but we had that confidence that we were going to move on to the next round. When, before we went into the district room, we had that confidence that we were going to move on to area. When we were at area, we had that confidence that we were going to make it to state. And then we were at state, we had that confidence that we were going to do the best that we could do. And we did. We did the best that we could do, and it benefited us in the long run through that hard work and through that confidence. And we had to have that hope that we could rely on our team because no team is perfect. And my advisors make this very clear. <laughs> as ever perfect without a strong relationship and a strong bond with every single person on your team. And so I've known everyone on my team since junior high. Reagan and I have known each other since sixth grade. Laura Lee and I have known each other since sixth grade. I've known Casey since, I don't know, I mean, some orchestra thing, but it was definitely in junior high. <laughs> we had this bond. We had so many fun memories from quiz and because of quiz that we knew that we could rely on each other. We knew that we could go and ask for each other for help, which is another great thing. Don't be afraid to ask for help. I even, Miss G could tell you multiple times when I came to her and I was like, I don't understand this, please explain. Because a lot of the things in quiz are very, very confusing. Um, but it's just those three components that really just pushed our preparations to go to state and really pushed our mindsets to know that we are gonna do great. We are gonna do the best that we can do and we're gonna come out on top in the long run.
Yeah, that's super cool. That contest is actually like super close to my heart because my chapter competed in it um, in 2018. We actually won the state contest as well. So I just wanted to hear like kind of how y'all prep for it because I know my preparation for it and like my teams, it was a struggle because like you said, it's super overwhelming and mm -hmm. it's just so many much material. And I can agree, it's definitely one of the hardest contests out there. So big congratulations to y'all. That's so awesome. Thank you. And then the next question, is how has your self-confidence allowed you to juggle multiple multiple responsibilities so confidence is something that I feel that is pretty hard to get sometimes and pretty hard to just kind of act out some people are born with confidence some people have to work for their confidence that's just what I've noticed but with my self-confidence I walk into every contest and every officer interview any competition kind of knowing that I'm going in there going to be myself and use the resources that I've used to know that I'm going to do the best that I can. When I was running for district, every time I logged on to Zoom because it was all virtual, I, before I pressed the login button, I said, all right, you're going to do this. You're going to be on the officer team. You got this. Having self-confidence is just really what pushes me and with the responsibilities that come with it you're going to overwhelm yourself sometimes when you have that confidence saying you know what it's going to get done it's going to happen we're going to do all these things and we're going to do it with a smile on our face the whole time that's that's really what pushes me that's what helps me handle those responsibilities that's what says i'm going to get this done we can do it and so whenever i have something handed to me that my advisor gave me that my officer team needs me to do. I have this confidence knowing that I can do it. And sometimes that's a little difficult depending on how many things you have to get done, how many uh, responsibilities you have. But when you have that confidence, it just helps. It makes you feel better. It gives you more of a push to really want to get it done. Cause when you let yourself know that you can do it, that makes it a lot easier. And like, I, and I even have the confidence enough to ask my advisors for help, to ask my team for help because they can't really judge you. The only dumb questions are the ones that aren't asked. And so having the confidence to ask questions, having the confidence in yourself to get it done is really what helped me handle my responsibilities, whether on the district level or the chapter level. Just having this confidence is just something that has really benefited me and has really helped benefit my career in FFA because it just is my driving source. Yeah, that's such a great perspective. And I like how you mentioned like that self-confidence isn't like, you can have self-confidence like that is like confidence in yourself, but it's also like dealing with like asking other people for help. Like that's not not having self-confidence if you have to ask for help. Um, and it's a super important part if you wanna be successful. So exactly. thank you for mentioning that. Yes, and then the last and final question is, what's one of your favorite quotes and why? My favorite quote is by Aristotle. And it's, it's during our darkest moments that we really need to focus on the light. I tell my officer teams this all the time, but in my kind of like Lance's words, um, and it's, you always just need to push for that light that's at the end of the tunnel. Because life is not easy. It's not supposed to be. That's what makes it interesting. And pushing for that light, that positivity, and not focusing on the negatives, that's living life. Because you're only in high school for four years. You're only young for 17 years. You're only a kid and a teenager for so long. There's no point really focusing on the negatives. 
It's just you need to focus on the good times you're having. You need to focus on the positivity. Focus on the good times in life. I try and go to bed thinking, wow, yeah, this happened today. But you have to remember all these little things that happen. The little things are what always count. Maybe someone pushed my chair in for me. That's a big deal. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that person really went out of their way to do the smallest thing for me. And that's just awesome. Really focusing on the light in your life. And the darkness is just always going to be there. There's no other way around it. You can do whatever you feel to try and avoid it, but it's just going to be there. It's life. But when you're focusing on the light, that, that is what stuck with me. That is what, why this quote is my favorite, because it's telling me to focus on those positives. Focus on the brighter side of things. Don't just focus on the negatives, beating yourself up, and really just looking down on yourself. Keep your head high, look towards the light, and just keep going. Because you're only young for so long, there's no point in just wasting it being sad. Yeah, that's so awesome. I love that quote. I'm like a huge quote person. Like my Pinterest board is like full of like a whole bunch of quotes. Um, but I really like that one. And I really like how you emphasized um, focusing on the positive, even if you're going through like negative circumstances. So thank you. And again, just thank you for being on the podcast. It means a lot that you volunteer, like I said earlier, and you did a really awesome job. So great job. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for tuning in to the Live, Learn, Love podcast. Make sure to follow the Instagram podcast page at Live, Learn, Love podcast to get updates about episodes and learn more about the guests. Also, make sure to visit the website linked down below to learn more about me and the podcast, as well as leave a review or suggestion. See y'all in the next episode. Keep aspiring growth.